This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Yeah, but it's been a long time coming. Like, this was not yeah. an overnight success. Ooh. But here you stand, no. Jenks. And let yes. me pump you up a little bit because I feel like I need to after that March sadness story. <laughs> Jenks, my right. friend, you have been red hot in your picks. 70, 45, and 3 since January 1st of this year. So listen, folks, you can say, well, Jinx didn't have any furniture two years ago. Well, Jinx is cruising. He's doing it now, and you need to listen to what he says. So let's get into these games and hear what Jinx has to say. All right, so five-seed Miami taking on top-seeded Houston. The Cougs laying seven and a half and a total of 137 and a half. Jinx, you see this line? You see this total? What stands out to you? I feel like Houston is the call here. And I I want it to be, I, I have conflicting feelings emotionally here, right? Because first of all, I want the Cougars to win this thing. Like I remember back when I was growing up and here, and this is not against NC State because they had one of the most incredible finishes ever in a final. You know all about that. But I also feel bad that five slam a jam. I like never got it done under Guy Lewis in the eighties. They were so good and they never got a title. And I feel like Houston's been so close. I want this to be their year. Conversely, I'm a big Jim Laranaga guy, so I like Miami as well. So emotionally, I'm sort of torn, but I think the Cougars are the right side for a couple of reasons. First of all, this week of rest has to have been huge for Marcus Sasser, who was mm-hmm. admittedly around 60% last time out against Auburn and still dropped 22. Like, it's so interesting to me to listen to his comments and he was saying, because sometimes you can play in a game and you hurt yourself, you get worse, other times you can play and you kind of get better depending on the injury. It's a roll of the dice. But he was saying, the more I played, the better I felt. So he's got to feel a ton better that he's had a full week of rehab. Houston away from home, just away from their home court, is a perfect 13-0 this season. Now, two of those games at a neutral site, but they're 11-1 and against the number or 12 and one, I should say against the number. So they are dogs away from H town. And also, if you look at the numbers, Chelsea, Miami is just not a good defensive team as talented as Nigel pack is as talented as Isaiah Wong is. And I love those guys. They can compete with anyone in the country. The Canes are just a little too inconsistent for me. It it sort of reminds me of Tennessee where, yeah, they made it this far. It's been a good run. They're mega talented. They have a great head coach. But if you look at how they played down the stretch, they were really, really inconsistent. And tonight is the night I think Houston puts them to bed. So I will lay it with the Cougs. I'm on Houston as well. And it's because what we have seen from Miami in the tournament thus far, I am trying not to overreact to that game against Drake, but Miami really struggled offensively speaking. 
they hit some really low percentage shots in order to stay in it. But like you can't hang your hat offensively by making long range threes and contested mm -hmm. long range twos. And that's what they did in that game. So it's not a repeatable offense. Like over the course of the season, they are a good offense. But if they struggled that much against a Drake defense, how much are they going to struggle against a Houston defense that's been yeah. absolutely lights out for the entirety of the season? This is a team that has the fourth ranked defense in the nation. I think yeah. I think Miami's really going to struggle to score points. So for me, the question was, do I take Houston minus seven and a half or do I take a Miami team total under 65 and a half? Because I think that is the handicap for me is how good this Houston Ooh. defense is and how unpredictable this Miami offense has been. Like last game, they looked a little bit better uh, under the basket. The post play was a little bit better and they made mm -hmm. some of those uh, more high percentage shots, but it's not an offense that I'm willing to trust, especially against this Houston defense. I agree with that. And also another factor that I think you should look at too, if you're talking about handicapping this game is that Houston is really good on the boards. Like they crushed Auburn yeah. last time out. They were constantly rebounding their misses, putting them back up, rebounding their misses, putting them back up. And against a team, again, in Miami, it doesn't play great defense anyway. I think we're going to see a lot of second chance points for Houston. So I like both of those plays, honestly. I lay with the Cougs, and I don't mind playing the under on that team total. I think that's a really that's a really smart play as well. Houston, I think, is the only team remaining that, if you look at the metrics, is a top ten offensive and defensive team. So they have the advantage all the way around here, and that's why they're laying seven and a half. Yeah, their performance against Auburn is what got me. Like you said, mm -hmm. uh, they dominated the boards. And Auburn's not a small team. Like, they have some pretty big guys. It's not like that was their weakness coming in. So if you can manhandle Auburn in that regard, I think you're probably going to dominate the boards in this matchup against Miami. Well, if you want to watch us, we're on Twitch. Watch the Daily Tip along with each and every show on BetQL Live. Go to twitch.tv slash BetQL. And as always, you can listen on the free odyssey app here on the daily tip presented by bet mgm so moving on to the other game jenks i feel like this is a game that you have a lot invested in emotionally speaking because you are a texas grad your longhorn mm -hmm. playing four and a half against xavier tonight a total of 148 and a half um do you take your heart out of this are you betting on this game how do you go about this when you are a texas fan Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Well, here's the thing. I, for funsies... I think I'm probably going to put some money on Texas tonight. Oh, double D, you dirty dog. Chelsea's so sick of hearing the flag song. Texas fight, Texas fight. Okay, here's why I like Texas going into this. 
even though I picked Xavier on this show. Oh, that sounds so good to me, Double D. Give him hell! Give him hell! Oh, you sucks! I, I, I think the Longhorns <laughs> are the right side. I, I, if you're asking me to pick a side for the purposes of this show, I've been saying Xavier, and I'm going to keep saying that because I don't want to jinx myself. Xavier is a very unselfish team. They're the most unselfish team in the country right now. But, and, 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 and I'm not just saying that just generally. Like, no one hands out more assists than Xavier. Last time out against Pittsburgh, they had six different players score in double figures. They're extremely balanced. That's the one way Xavier can beat you. So, all right, fine. That's my, I don't want to jinx Texas play, Xavier, <laughs> plus four and a half. But let me say this when it comes to Texas. Let me make the case for my Longhorns. There was a while after Chris Beard left where they really struggled on defense. I mean, not compared to what we saw during the Chris Beard era, if you will. They have tightened that up. Their defense has been lights out. They've got back to playing the defense that we saw early in the season. And I cannot say enough about Rodney Terry and the job that he has done. When you have something happen like this, where you lose your head coach midseason, I mean, you can completely fall. Look at Ed Cooley at Providence, right? Where he started flirting with Georgetown about midseason, and Friars fans are so upset about that. And what happened? The Friars went from looking great to like crashing. They looked awful. Rodney Terry takes over and he says, all right, I'm going to get these guys together. Texas back in the sweet 16. That defense has been lights out. So I think Texas is probably the right side here. I know it sounds like I'm talking on both sides of my mouth, but for the purposes of this show, I cannot give out Texas because I don't want to jinx myself. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and it's also hard to give your analysis on why Xavier is the play while the Texas fight song is playing. So I also salute true. you, sir, for, for trying to do that. <laughs> um, but it's not like you're being a homer here. Like all of the numbers and the metrics favor Texas. And just from the eye test alone, this is a Texas team that's looked very complete. Maybe the sabotage factor is that we saw Texas survive a close call against Penn State, and Penn State's a good shooting team. You look at Xavier, they're a good shooting team. Their calling card is their offense. But the problem with Xavier also is their defense sometimes can be a little spotty in places. And plus, it's been a team that's been a little inconsistent. I remember during the season, there are times when I want to play Xavier and, you know, they're big favorites, and then they'll lose outright. So Xavier is fully capable of laying an egg. But what I like about Texas is they are so good at getting – those high percentage shots under the basket, yes. Marcus Carr, you know, one of the best players in the country. And so my gut and the eye test is telling me Texas, but the play that I looked at first in this one was the total. Jinx, do you think this total looks a little high? It's actually gone it up. I think it was 146 and now it's 148. Do you think this is too high? I do. And how hard is it for you? I'm curious about this when you have a side or you have a player that you really like on the total and the number heads in the wrong direction, like I, it always makes me a little bit nervous. I, it's harder for me to stick with a, a prediction. I, and I will, because I think you have to trust your analysis in the end. It's harder for me to stick with a prediction when I see the number going in the opposite direction. But if you have a convincing angle as to why you think the other side is the play, you just go with it, right? I think so, even though we've seen a lot of overs, like surprisingly so, so far uh, in yesterday's round of action, we've seen some offensive, you know, master classes. Like, look at that game between Michigan State and mm -hmm. K-State. I didn't see that one going over 
with like eight minutes left to play in regulation. Like that game was in the 90s or the 80s, 90s and 80s. Um, so a high scoring slugfest there. But I still think this number is too high. And even if you look at the other side, like yesterday, I didn't play the Tennessee under because it had fallen too far. And I thought to myself, OK, if it opened at 133, I can't in good faith play it at 129. It still went right. under. So sometimes you got to trust your gut. I think it's, this is just too high of a total. The way that Texas defenses, uh, defense has come to play and Texas had, has hit the under in five straight games. So I think a lot of it depends on how many points we see from Texas. Maybe that's the sabotage factor. It is, but I'm with you. I, I would go against the number mm -hmm. if we're talking about totals here. So Texas is, I mentioned that defense, it has gotten better. So if you're handicapping over the past season, maybe you say, all right, the overs are play. If you look at more recent statistics, the number for Texas, I think, is probably going to be lower than that total in the case. Yeah, and bottom line, you're playing a number. This is a high number. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.